Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're very welcome to Wednesday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Great to have you with us on the show this particular Wednesday afternoon. Don't forget the numbers. We love to hear from you every day. We do about anything and everything, and especially about the guests we have on the show and what we're chatting about. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text gets us on the show always. I'm delighted to welcome my first guest back to the show today. And I was thinking about her before she came in today. What a story she has. And the story continues to unfold. Neve Sherwin-Barry from the Irish Ferry Door Company. Thank you for dropping in. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, well, well. I was reading about you early in the year and we didn't bother you at all about the, the uh, Ferry Door Company. And there was a bit of a restructuring yes. going on to sort things out. Well, well, well. Were you out and are back in now? Tell me what what's happened. Oh, it's a very, very long story. So I was kind of on the drive over. I was thinking, now, what is the shortest way of telling this story? Because I'd be here for hours, Jerry. Um, I wasn't. No, I never. I was never out. Okay. Um, we, there was two couples initially. One couple have left. So it's myself and Oshin now that are, have been in the company pretty much with a couple of investors on our own since about 2018. Um, but what we did do was we licensed. The, the company so basically a company comes in they give us a percentage of every sale and they take over absolutely everything apart from product development which I was still very much involved in um, oh there was there was a reason there was a couple of reasons why I didn't work um, probably it was like giving your child away do you know it was a weird 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 feeling at the beginning I found it quite tough at the beginning and then I kind of got used to it because I put my trust in, in, in the people that I was working with Um I suppose it all kind of started 2018 um, the kind of hardship I suppose um, started with uh, we had signed a deal for a an animation with a Canadian company Okay and I was in here actually talking you were, to you about you were, I was you were. yes it was so exciting mm. it was just insanely exciting um, it, what had happened then their, their company restructured literally about maybe six months after we had signed the deal. Their company kind of basically totally rebranded. Loads of people left, loads of people started and they just said, listen, we are just going to put this on ice for a little while. And me, in the meantime, Jerry, we had told every single one of our suppliers, every single one of our customers that we were going to rebrand, we were going to have this, cartoon was going to be the focal point of mm. what we do and then obviously the merchandise working around that. So we were literally just told well, you're just going to have to wait. And there was no timeline. So we were devastated. And we actually didn't know what to do because we kind of said to people, 
you know, say, for example, our, our what we call our bricks and mortar um, sales. So people that are have shops and have, um, you know, chemists or all the people that had supported us all the way along. And um, all of a sudden they were like, but where's the new stuff that you said you were going to have? And we had promised them all this. And then all of a sudden it didn't happen. Then came the pandemic, which mm. was great fun for all businesses. I don't have to explain why. Yes. Um, again, very much people weren't going out. People weren't buying things. And we did have a bit of an online push, but really nothing compared to what we would have had. Everyone was trying to save their few quid. Mm. Um, and then it was the licensing agreement. So we, we signed the licensing agreement late 2019, just before the pandemic, actually. Um, and we were kind of, you know, I could sit here and say that we were promised the moon and the stars. And we were. We genuinely were. Um, and we did put our trust in a company that just didn't have the the grow and the love for it that we do, do you know? And I, I suppose really looking back, the reservations we would have had at the beginning going, oh, you know, they turned out to be right mm. in the end. Mm. Um, so literally, uh, then we had a big restructure. We did a big debt restructure um, earlier on in the year, which is, um, you would have read about yes. it, um, thankfully. And it was, again, it was companies that had been affected by the pandemic that were still viable, that were still able to actually trade with a little bit of help of restructuring, which is exactly what they did. So we are here now. We are have full control back. It's so bizarre. Like I haven't actually dealt with even the social media for the best part of four years, you know. So even even at that, just trying, you know, to to the more I suppose the more I thought about it, I knew this was all kind of happening and personally it was such a big, big um it was like my third child. I'm not I'm not lying, it really was. And I had such a huge grow for it and such a um, very, very proud of it. Mm. Very, very proud of it. Um, and to give it away and for the not to be treated the way that I felt that it needed to be, it was a little bit heartbreaking. So coming it coming back around again, I was like, wow. You know, I, I do believe as well, I suppose we're in business 10 years now. Um, and I do think that, you know, even the children that would have experienced the magic early on um, are now like 13 and 14, they you know, are. like my daughter's gone into first year now and, and someone asked her um, the other day, what does your mom and dad do? And she's like, oh, they own the Irish Freighter Company and everyone in her class, because they're all 13. So they're the absolute optimum age that would have yeah. enjoyed the last 10 years, you know, and they were all like, what? Mm. She was like a celebrity. She was pure <laughs> thrilled with herself. But then we have all these new babies coming along, all these new two and three and four year olds yes. that really do need and deserve you know, to have this in their life, you know, and to kind of be guided because parents, there are some parents that just get it. They don't need any help from us. But the majority of parents that would see the benefit of having something like this, they need a helping hand, you know, and that's what we're here for. And that's what the social media, the power of it was always, mm. you know, mm. so it's lovely to be back in that sense. And, 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 you know, it is magical. The fairies were always magical in an Irish context, mm. but of course they extend across the world mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. guises as well. And it is an imagination thing, you know, which yeah. is simply, simply wonderful. And you brought that to be uh, those 10 years ago. So you are now back. Yourself and Oshin are yeah. in full control of we the are. Irish Ferry Company. We are, yes, we have. We have a couple of investors that have stuck by us all the way along yes. and they're brilliant. So it's, yeah, it's us. That's it. So um, your debt has been restructured. Yes. Uh, you've got out of that agreement that you were in yep. w- w- with the ground in Canada or whatever. 
what happens now? What, what, what are your immediate goals in the next, say, six to 12 months? Sure. Um, it's definitely in the wellness space, Jerry. Um, a lot, obviously, the pandemic has had a huge effect on everybody, but particularly children. Um, and I don't really believe that we will really know. Um, for, probably it's going to take a couple of years for it all to wash out. But I think that children, especially four or five year olds, they were born like they were only babies when the pandemic pandemic happened. They are lacking a huge amount of of skills that really we would have always taken for granted. Mm. So um, the fairy doors and fairies and and magic, um, you know, really lends itself to the likes of um, a couple of things that we've been really working hard on, the Cam and Caterpillar, um, the No More Worries kit, you know, things to help children to express themselves, things to help children to kind of be mindful, to live in the moment, to, and as you said, to use their imagination, you know? I mean, there's just, it's, it's never, ever... That, like the use of the imagination and the power of it, it, it it's only it's it's not lessened in any way it never ever will and it's up to companies like us to facilitate and all we pre- all we present to the child is the tool mm. That's it. It's just something to focus on. Um, And then with the power of storytelling, with the power of the traditions that exist in people's families and everyone getting involved, the whole family getting involved. And I suppose that's probably, if I was to say, the best feedback we ever got is that it is something that everybody can do. And not only that, it's something that you can remember forever. And I would love to be remembered to have being able to help children through a really, really, like a really, it's a horrible hangover, you know, what's happened to everybody. But to be in, like in answer to your question, what's in the next six months, it is wellness. It's, it's, we've, as I said, these products exist. We have more products um, coming. Just trying to understand and doing an awful lot of research with parents, with parents, never mind anybody else. We worked with an amazing play therapist as well, Melissa Moore. Um, and she has helped us kind of just, I suppose, pinpoint where the flashpoints are and where children need the help, mm. which is where we're at right now when we've got big plans. You see, you've done this before. Mm. You know the formula. This yeah. has worked for you. And what you're talking about is transferring it to a new generation, yeah. of course, and generations to come yeah. and incorporating what, what you're saying there to me. Um, it's a brand, like it's a well-known brand. You yeah. have that on your side, don't mm. you? You have those people you mentioned who've stood by you. Yeah, it's, and they have. They really have. I mean, I we put out our first uh, social media post in a long, long time, like me personally over the weekend, and the reaction was... It was insane. It was just people saying, I'm so happy to see you back. Thanks so much. I My child had this and my child had that and this is how it worked in my house. It was this overflowing of thank yous, do you know, mm. thank yous. And, and like just genuine um, advocates, like people out there that really, really loved what we did and want to see more. Um, and it was, it was, do you know, if I was ever, because, you know, I was just so... I was so nervous about going back in and saying, right, can I do this? Do I still have the passion for this? And without a shadow of a doubt, I do. And it's that feedback. And it's always been the way. It's always been this circle of inspiration. Like there is no way that the Irish Fairy Door Company um, would have existed then or now without everybody getting involved, you know, with the parents, with the kids, with us. But we all kind of help each other. We all say, well, this ha- worked for me. Then that gives us ideas. Do you mm. know, what can we do next? How can we make that kind of flesh it out a bit more? It's always been the way always been the way and it's it's probably that's what I suppose anyone that has a company anyone that is is has a product or a service to sell it is all about community Jerry. it's 
all about community and feeling part of something, which I do think that we have we've kind of managed to do, which I'm very proud of. This thing called examinership light that you went through. It's, yes. it's a new process. It's for small businesses on that as well. You found that highly beneficial, obviously. Hugely. To get to, to where you are today Yeah, now. very much. It's, it's called SCARP. Yeah. Um, it's a brand new government-backed um, initiative, basically, for small business that are still viable, mm. yet carry debt. Yes. Um, so it, I'm not going to say that it was a very simple process. It's not, Jerry. You do need to have somebody who is, I suppose, um, just kind of analytical, you know, that can help actually map out where we're at, which my husband is, thank thank goodness because I certainly am not I would never have happened if it was just up to me um, yeah it's it's a really really good scheme um, it took about um, probably from February to July um, so it's not terribly long mm. um, it is quite intensive um, we just basically have to to give information as to where we're at and where we want to be and obviously you know what the brand is actually worth um, which we're very lucky to, to be you know a lot of people are really back us mm. so that was great when you think about just broadening it a bit, you've spoke to me on a number of occasions through the years from you were formed, just mm. grown up together, to be honest yes, with you, very this show so. and you. Yeah. And of course, you were in telling me the story of your personal story, which was a tragedy, really. Yeah. Losing your home and your yeah. home being repossessed. And I'll never forget you sitting there telling me the day mm. they put the repossessed sticker on your mm. door. I'll never forget that interview, actually, Jerry. I, I did a lot of inter- interviews at that time, and I was that one, your one, it stood out because I don't know, whatever way you ask the questions, I got totally just, it just, um, it was harrowing, um, harrowing. I am absolutely, av- above all, and this is very much thanks to the fairies, delighted to be able to say that we have actually, we bought a house a year and a half ago. So we are back in our own four walls, yes. um, and there is, um, like you know people give out about oh I don't have this done and I just literally hug my walls all the time I just go around going they're mine they're mine Um, a very very tough situation Um, but without the fairies without the support of everyone it would never have happened just would never have happened so yeah it's It's, amazing to be in this position it is and it changed you completely and Oshin's outlook on life uh, completely I know that yeah Uh, and you know you you were cruising along with Fairy Door the Celtic Tiger was roaring there was no bother and then suddenly everything went from the business perspective and Oshin's as well who was in the financial services he was in the financial services uh, thing as well and suddenly you're left on your backside and the other thing I just want and I hate to bring it up again Hmm. when you had to give Pets. Oh, stop! When you had to give the dogs, yeah, away. I know. I know. And the children. The lowest point. Yeah. But yeah. you're back on. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have a new dog as well, have, Jerry. We've got have. Cooper at home. I had to run in and let him out for a week <laughs> before I came in. So he is the. Oh, literally, he is the light of our lives, and probably very much for that reason. You know, I do love my children, but I love my dog. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? We all <laughs> Absolutely. say that, and you're right to say that yeah. as well. They're lovely. They just love you unconditionally. Oh, that's for sure. But when you think of the blows you've been hit with in your lifetime. Business-wise, personally mm. and everything. Mm. Has it built a resilience in Neve Sherwin, Barry and mm. Oshin and yeah, family? Yeah, def- definitely. I, when we moved into our new house, you know, um, and without being all mushy though, it, like he, he has been, we have just stuck together. And when we moved into the new house, you know, I got this picture of just two hands holding because that's, 
that was very much when things got really bad, like really, really bad and we couldn't talk and everything was going wrong. Uh, I just hold his hand and we wouldn't need to speak. We just go, right, let's just not let go. Just keep going. Um, and when we moved into the house, I bought a picture of, of just one line drawing, you know, one of those line drawings of two hands holding. And I look at it all the time. And yeah, I mean, yes, it was hard. Yes, it was. And listen, it was it will never leave me and it will never leave Oshin either. Um, I don't believe for a second that uh, I'm unlucky. I don't feel unlucky. I think there are a lot of unlucky people out there. I don't feel me and Oshin are, are that. Um, we have, yes, risen again. We are absolutely delighted to be in the position we're in. But I, I feel, I just, uh, yeah, I just don't feel unlucky. I just think that um, we, everything has happened for a reason. Does it make you more resilient? Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. No question. If life were a, a bed of roses and smooth sailing all the way. Yeah. It would be fantastic, but it can't be like that. That is the message. There are bumps and big bumps on the road. Especially for entrepreneurs as well, especially for people that work for themselves, Sherry. Um, not in any way taken away from people that don't, but it is it is a rockier road. The highs are higher, but the lows are lower, do you know? So I think it's, it's. I have huge respect for, for fellow entrepreneurs, huge respect, because it's not an easy road. Is there anything you'd change reflecting on what happened to you? You know, when... You know, you got that dream home. It cost an awful lot of money. You mm, threw sure all your eggs into that. Then yeah. it's gone and you have nothing. And then you're back and you have your own place now and you've come through. Is there anything when you reflect you have a regret about or that you'd change or you'd like to be different? Um, I probably I would if I had a choice to go back um, the the waiting for the house to go. So when we had kind of first gone into arrears in our mortgage and, and we had nearly six years by the time our house was actually repossessed, those six years were the hardest six years. Um, it was like, and I'm sure I've said it to you before, Jerry, it was like being on a train track waiting for the train to come. You know, it was coming. You couldn't get off. Um, so, and my children were very little at the time, you know, um, very, very small. And all of my energy went into protecting them. And, and thankfully, they only recently said to me, both of them what that happened do you know they didn't know do you know um, which was my biggest achievement above all else is my biggest achievement but what it took from us those six years what I took from us if I could go back and change it um, yeah I would make that if I had a choice shorter it was torture it was torture and people waiting for something to just inevitable, like it's totally inevitable. It was going to happen, but we couldn't move out. We couldn't stay. It was just, it was like purgatory. It was hell. Um, if I could in any way not have that bit. Yes. yes. Ah, that's understandable. Mm. What an achievement to protect your children. It, it definitely, um, definitely my proudest, um, my proudest uh, actually, definitely. Yeah. What age are they now? They are 17 and 13. Oh, yeah, um, 17 and 13. They are, oh God, they're hard work, Jerry. Holy <laughs> moly. I swear to God, I've never been told I don't know anything as often. Um, but they are everything, no more than our doggy, um, they're everything. And to be able to actually have them to get through and not know anything, mm. yeah, um, my greatest achievement, definitely. But that's the greatest uh, compliment you can pay them. They are growing up, they oh, are God, changing, yeah. they're becoming their own people. But they're going to leave life. me. What are they going to oh. talk? Just, I, I said to Keen the other day, you're never going to leave, aren't you? Not? No, you're never going to leave. <laughs> He's laughing at me. But sure, that's the wheel of life. It yeah. just keeps on turning, isn't For it? Sure. We can't stop it. That is a sure thing. Look, you're a fantastic woman. You really are. And it's great to have you back 
to here today to say that the Irish Fairy Door Company is on its way again. A Thank rebirth. You. Watch this space. There's loads coming and it's back in the hands of its mother and father. Oshin ah, and Neve <laughs> Sherwin Barry. Good luck to you. Thank you for joining me today. You're inspirational. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks a million. Yeah, the Warner Boys and Fisherman's Blues on your late lunch this Wednesday afternoon as the studio door opens and Miss Louise Walsh hops into studio. She's going back to her own little base in there and look what she's passed on to me. She's passed on to me two pieces. Tell them, tell the listeners what you've actually given to me here because they're, I see they're turned upside down. What is this? We had a debate the other day. Yes. About the purple snack versus the club milk. Okay. And you said, well, I reckon they just taste the same, but you said absolutely not and you would know the purple Snack in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So we got a purple snack and a club milk. Okay. And we cut the middle of them because, you know, you probably know from the thickness of the outside bits. So the middle bit of each turned it upside down because the insignia of club milk and Cadbury's is on the top. Yes. And I've given them to you. And I haven't looked at them. I see them on the plate here, but I haven't turned them upside down. So it's hard to tell. They look Mm -hmm. actually the same on the plate. The very same. Look, Mm -hmm. look, they look very same. One is bigger than the other. One is bigger than the other. So you know which is which. Mm -hmm. Only slightly bigger. But the taste. Close your eyes. Both are the taste. Okay, so I'm. I I am. I'm not going to look at anything Uh underneath. Look, I'm looking at the smaller. This is the Mm -hmm. smaller piece here Mm -hmm. of the chocolate. All right. Well, I put this in first. Let me taste this. And I have a cup of tea. I, you have to have a cup of scald with this. You just couldn't have it in your mouth on your own. Hold yeah, on. You can. You probably reckon the taste now. Mm. Yeah. Now you've caffeine tasted chocolate, which caffeine is in chocolate. Okay. I have that one. Uh-huh. What do you think? Could it be? Would it be? Should it be? Can I taste the second one? Yeah. This could be more difficult than oh. I actually thought. There you go. Hold on. Second piece in. Oh my God. So, Mr. I love my purple. I can do my, pick my purple out. This is more difficult than I expected. Okay. Okay. Let me think. Okay. Number one is the club milk. Number two is the purple snack. (laughs) Are you sure? What makes you say that? I'm 100% sure oh, now. Yeah. I just <laughs> waited for the aftertaste there to go down. One is the club milk. Two is the is the uh, Cadbury's purple snack. Okay. Tell I me. I have a confession. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. They're you both me. club milk. You did. No, both. they're not. They are. They're both club milk. They're both club milk. I have the real test here. Hang on, I'll come in with you. Hang you on. loser, you. <laughs> you absolute, you cheat. Oh, my God. You little well, listen, Louise, the honest the honest thing is that I've actually failed. I failed, really. Have I failed? Because they were... Now, tell me again. Just remind me. Here she comes again with the second little uh, taster pieces. I think they're on the ground at the minute. She's picking them up. She let them fall. She stuck somewhere there between the doors. Anyway, OK, so put them on the plate. Don't let me see again. Now, this is the real test, is it? This is the real test yeah, this time. Big okay. pieces number one, small pieces number two. OK. Now... Are you sure? <laughs> I think you're trying to pull the wool over my eyes again. Are these not the same? No, but just ta- eat, taste half of one maybe and leave the other half so that just in case I made the... No, right, no, I no, think that's the okay. big one is the so, right one. So come back to the test I've just done. Are mm. you telling me mm-hmm. that that last one I tasted... Were Both from Club Milk. 
Oh my God, I'm in trouble altogether mm. now. So listen, I'm taking, can you see that one again? This is the smaller piece. That's the smaller okay, piece. Okay, let me have this. Okay. Tea in. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry I took on this challenge because this is really, this is more <laughs> I'll, difficult I'll just, than I I'll ever just expected. I've skewed. That's okay. All. Okay, I have that one. Number okay. two. Number two. Hmm. <laughs> See, I told you they taste the same, don't they? You have my mind messed up now. They okay. The they're very similar. Yeah, they are. They are they? very similar. I have to admit that now. I thought there was no Thank contest, you. but they're very similar. Same price as well. Number one is the blue snack and number two is the club milk. Yes. Number one is the blue snack. No, number one is the purple snack. The, the purple snack. Yeah. yeah the purple yeah. snack. I meant purple. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Purple blue. Number one is the purple <laughs> snack. Number two is the club milk there. Yeah. Well did done. I get that right? You did. But it was hard. You <laughs> have to admit. It, was it wasn't very as easy hard. as you thought. It oh, was a no. landslide no. victory. Hands up. Hands up. Baby, hands up. Give me your heart. Give me, give me. Yes, it was difficult. Mm. It was a difficult. The more similar than I would ever thought. Especially, and you did it well. And in the middle. Yes, middle you took piece. the middle piece of each yeah, of them. Because I similar. know the purple snack has maybe a little bit of a thicker chocolate at the end, around the edge. Club milk, I apologise. You're very similar to the purple <laughs> snack. But sorry, Club milk. It's still purple still for me. Won. It's still purple for me all the way. Isn't that Louise Walsh one a devil? Isn't she? Ah, <laughs> oh, she's great. Anyway, test done. News and weather on the way at two. I'm delighted to say hello again to one of our good friends on Late Lunch. She joined me when she published this wonderful book called The Menopause Kitchen. Rachel Graham, it's great to have you with us in studio Thank again. Thank you so much, Sherry. I love being in studio. And we love having you here too. And we promised our listeners that we would come back to this topic with you uh, following on from the publication of the book. And if you have have a question for uh, Rachel around menopause, give us a shout. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. That's WhatsApp or text. 086-1800-658 will get us in confidence. We won't read your name or anything. We just want to put the question to Rachel. She will answer it this afternoon. I want to begin with something that uh, was said to me by a friend of mine who uh, asked me to ask on her behalf with you coming here. Uh, It's the whole area of weight. And weight loss, weight gain or whatever in menopause. And the challenge of, you know, trying to keep the weight down. You know what I'm talking about? Exercise or maybe going to formal class or whatever you do or walk or she does. And at the same time, eating well to maintain an even keel. I'm sure this is something you come across all the time. Absolutely. I think it's the number one symptom that genuinely triggers women into action at this life stage because they seem to be putting up with all of the other symptoms. But then this pesky weight gain that they can't seem to kind of get to get the better of. And that's the issue. And it is a big issue. And it's probably one of the most noticeable things. And I think particularly for women, um, their self-confidence suffers greatly at this life stage at a time in our lives when our self-confidence is naturally in decline. So maintaining a healthy weight is not only good for our self-confidence and for our mood, but it's also really important um, in order to be able to um, reduce our risk factors, because actually that additional, additional weight gain, in particular around the middle, is known as central adiposity. That's the medical term for it. That's an additional health risk that really requires our attention. 
So how do you marry both? This is the challenge mm. for everybody. How yeah. do you marry, you know, the exercise element with maintaining the weight and at the same time ensuring that you eat adequately and well. Yeah, I think there's a couple of factors. There's no silver bullet, but, you know, you have to consider it as a multifactorial issue. So a lot of the time, um, the stress is a key driver of weight gain. Uh, particularly at this life stage, because we are the first generation of women who are, I call them the sandwich generation. So we're still likely, you know, looking after aging parents and we also still have younger kids and we are highly stressed. So a stressed body is the optimum environment for fat storage. So stress is stress is a the thing you point to. Yeah, I, I, because, you know, we can talk about I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to eat this and don't eat that because, you know, uh, your nutrition is very personalized and you really have to um, adopt that that mentality in terms of your um, personal nutrition, because what's working, let's say, for your sister really, really well may not be working for you. So we're all individuals. So but there's a couple of key driving factors that affect us all. And one of those would be stress and stress really negatively affects your metabolic health. So over time, you will find yourself um, you're, you're essentially just signaling to your body that you're under threat that you're in danger and your body is constantly trying to keep you alive. So what happens is, is that it is just going to prioritize life saving tasks and weight loss is not one of those. So if you're really, really stressed constantly, chronically, so all day long without any kind of a natural release in the form of, you know, a little bit of time for yourself, that self-care, maybe being able to go out for a walk or do some breathing or do five or ten minutes of meditation. And these are just small five or ten minute breaks that I'm talking about. I call them health snacks. They're really beneficial and actually play a much greater role in your overall long-term health than you may actually give credit for. So it's really important to try and reduce your stress because we can't remove the stress. We can't quit our jobs or send our kids packing or whatever it is, you know. But stress our body reacts to stress in exactly the same way as it used to in, you know, age old times, you know, where we were fleeing danger. But current stress is, you know, usually relationship woes or work, you know, issues, work deadlines, you know, money worries or whatever it is. Our body is reacting in exactly the same way. It is just increasing that cortisol, which is a stress hormone. It's increasing our blood lipids. It's increasing our glucose, which is essentially reinforcing that whole I'm in danger. I'm, you know, under threat. So I need to keep you alive. So it's not going to relinquish any extra calories. So you really need to focus on stress busting. It's probably one of my number one tips. And the second one would be sleep because stress negatively affects your sleep. So actually not focusing on your nutrition and focusing on these other two really important health pillars is so effective in terms of managing a healthy weight. Isn't that amazing that yeah. you, there's no need to address. Well, there's not, I'm not, I don't mean that, but if you address those two issues you mentioned there, by extension, yeah. it will be a huge help to you in this whole realm of weight gain, weight loss. Yeah, because actually when you're chronically stressed, you are hardwired to crave energy dense foods or stimulants, sugar, caffeine, alcohol, nicotine. You reach for all the wrong foods because you're constantly looking for you know, reinforcement, you're looking for pleasure, you're looking for a relief, in fact. you know. So um, when you are not chronically stressed, then you are more inclined to make the healthier food choice. 
That's so interesting. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you're right. You can't, you know, in, in, in women today have so many calls in them, work, family, as you say, the worries of yeah. uh, generally falls on their shoulders, the home, etc. Yeah. as well. It's a multi-dimensional yeah. pressure on, yeah. isn't it? That we're constantly doing, we're constantly on the go. I mean, I think we are like professional plate spinners, you know, and at some point you're going to let a plate drop and smash. And but what you have to do to avoid that is you just have to just try and delegate, try and delegate to the rest of the family. Only prioritize tasks that are important to you. Always put yourself on your to do list in the same way that you schedule meetings for work, schedule a meeting with yourself can just be five minutes or 10 minutes, two or three times a day. It really, really benefits your health. So interesting. On, on the topic of, you know, um, you know, exercise regimes, come back to that for me uh, for a moment, please. You know, people have the different ones that they like to go to this, that and the other. They walk as well. They try to fit it in. Yeah. Exercise is a key, you know, oh. and, and being active. Yeah, it's probably one of the most important things that you need to prioritise at this life stage. You need to be exercising every single day. Every day. Every day. And and I'm not talking about crazy workout routines. I'm talking about actually just getting out for walks, you know, with, you know, varying inclines, you know, that you maybe can speed up the intensity or the pace of, that you're walking. You can do things like park your car further away from your destination and just get those steps in that way. Uh, so getting out in nature, fresh air, it really, you know, promotes a lot of health and wellness um, benefits for you. Are you against strict weight loss regimes? Yes, because it just it, it train that's kind of like um, it's a combination of under eating and also training your metabolism to slow down even further because it thinks that it wants to conserve energy. So when you do start to eat normal again, then it actually you actually have all this additional weight gain. So it's like that rebound weight gain. So you really need to be careful about that. Also, those really strict exercise uh, regimes will in turn raise cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So you're just further increasing that cortisol and which means it'll remain elevated for longer periods of time. And it, as you age, your cortisol Cortisol actually finds it more difficult to decline. So you need to incorporate more of that stress busting. So it's a real balancing act between just um, really that self-care regimes and focusing on that as much as possible because it will pay dividends greater than, as I said, you would likely have given it credit for. Question there for you. I am struggling with sleep big time. Has Rachel any more advice on that one? Absolutely. I think just creating what they call good sleep hygiene routines, um, whereby you would try to go to bed at the same time every night and try to get up at the same time every day. And that includes weekends. So within an hour, let's say. So if you have to get up at 7 a.m., try and get up between 7 and 8 a.m. also on the weekend. And you create this really healthy kind of sleep habit that will train your, your body clock. It's known as your circadian rhythm to be able to get into a nice cycle. So your hormones are all in sync. So, you know, you've got your your melatonin, which is your sleep home hormone, which will be in sync with cortisol, your stress hormone. And basically, you know, as you get up, you should feel refreshed after a good night's sleep and then cortisol will naturally surge at the right time. So all of that is happening if you are 
training your circadian rhythm or going to bed at the same time every night and getting up at the same time every day. That's the first thing. Initially, if you're not sleeping right, that is going to feel difficult, but you need to kind of push through it and create what's known as sleep pressure, where you really are so tired that you will then just fall into bed the next (laughs) night much earlier, you know, so it creates that sleep pressure. Um, There's other things that you can do. Um, Obviously, managing your stress hormone will be really good because what happens is if you've got that mismanaged stress response, you can get those cortisol surges in the middle of the night which will wake you up which is often what wakes women up at this life stage they find that they have that uh, you know frequent waking in the night um, so again that you know stress busting during the day will actually benefit your sleep at night um, the other thing you can do is um, you can you can use some supplements so there's some good supplements that will help to give you a, a you know a good night's sleep like what magnesium Magnesium is known as nature's tranquilizer. It is just fantastic. It's involved in over 300 different enzyme reactions in the body. It's brain protective, heart protective, bone protective. It's just a fantastic mineral that we all need, likely deficient in, in fact. So um, just getting a good uh, magnesium supplement with high absorbency. So always go for magnesium glycinate. So it's the type of tr- of carrier that the magnesium is attached to and that will really, be, you'll have much greater absorbency. You can use transdermal sprays, sprays. There's one called Sleep and it's from a brand called Better You. You can pick it up in your health food shop. You just spray it onto your arm like or your leg like a, like a suntan lotion and it's fantastic. It absorbs really, really quickly so it means it's great for the evening time when you're going to sleep. Um, so using those types of supplements um, would be of great benefit and then managing your stress during the day and going to bed at the same time every day, every evening and getting up at the same time every day. Those are like my top three kind of go to's. And then after that, see how see how you're getting on. There's obviously lots of other things that you can do. Mm. I want to say this just before you deal with the supplementation. And thanks for the questions, folks. Um, You are a woman who's walking the walk and talking the talk. (laughs) I want to tell listeners that because... Yes, this is you. This is me. This is my life stage, too. And I want exactly the same things that, you know, my clients do. So I'm really emotionally um, and also um, professionally invested in this space. And it is something that I'm really passionate about. And I have an amazing community of women that um, I am helping. They're part of my group coaching programs. And I want to give them a big shout out today, actually. Um, Some of them might be listening. So, yeah, it's just that we've kind of created this really nice support uh, network, which which I think is really important for women at this life stage. I think women more than men need that. Um, and we we need to connect on that kind of level so that we feel that we are being supported and guided. And I take it as well. Look at the experience you're gaining from those women, because yes. you mentioned a moment ago about yeah. two sisters. It can be different. Yeah. It's so individual. Yeah, completely. You know, your menopause journey is as individual as your as your fingerprint yeah. mm. and no, no two are the same. Yes. Now, Come back to supplementation, please. I know it's a huge area and to drill down into it, should we be here all day? But in a general sense, if you were to say to a woman today and that message we got in, she says she's struggling. Mm. uh, Is there anything, you know, in that area you recommend? Well, look, supplements kind of bridge the gap between how you feel now and how you could feel if you were optimally nourished. So, you know, you have to see them as like the icing on the cake. They're not the silver bullet. They're not going to fix you. They will just enhance what a really good diet will do for you. So first of all, look at the foundations. We're building a house here. 
The supplements are like scaffolding. So when you're rebuilding a house, you put the scaffolding up. It's generally short term and it's there for support. That's exactly what supplements are. So get your house in order, get your nutrition, clean up your diet, really place an emphasis and a focus on that. And the book will do that because it really guides you in a way that shows you this is this is more than a cookbook. This is like a really effective tool that is going to enable you to to know what you need to include in your diet now and more importantly in what dosages okay because each recipe is essentially a medicinal recipe mm. and it includes all of the important nutrients i call them the meno8 nutrients that you need now in to to be optimally nourished supplement wise yes of course there's always some good supplements out there what i would say is you don't need all of the supplements you need to just Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A couple of kind of core supplements. And you need to put your money into good quality supplements. And um, so something like a magnesium, as I just mentioned. Mm. So magnesium glycinate being has the highest absorbency. It's a really good um, supplement to take. It really, in particular, supports women and their hormone balancing. As I said, um, it's brain protective, heart protective, bone protective. So we need all of that. Remember, we have risk factors associated with this life stage that are, you know, for cardiovascular disease or heart disease, type 2 diabetes, yeah. Alzheimer's and dementia, and also osteoporosis. So we need to reduce our risk factors. So a really good diet will do that and then you can enhance those benefits of a really good diet with something like magnesium which supports the uptake of calcium to create that um, better bone density. The next one I would recommend would be an omega-3, an essential fat. So it's a, it's a fish oil and this is great for reducing inflammation. It supports heart health. It's also uh, brain protective as well. So again, Go to your pharmacist or go to your um, local health food shop and pick up a really good practitioner grade brand. And that would be something like BioCare, for example. Don't buy your supplements in the supermarket aisle or on the high street because the percentage of the active properties that's contained in those supplement brands is so tiny that you would literally need to quadruple or more the dosage in order to be able to get the effect. Yeah, it's tiny. I mean, you can't sell supplements for one cent. 
I think mm. you, I knew, you know who I'm referring to. Yes. So you just you, you you can't get the benefit of supplements that are on sale for one cent. It's just there's there's not enough there to affect change and move the dial and give you those positive health outcomes that you're seeking. So always put your money into a really good omega three fish oil because it's actually classified as an essential fat and. Essential fats you need to get from dietary sources. You can't actually synthesize those yourself. So if you're not eating oily fish, which is a source of an essential fat, then because a lot of people, believe it or not, don't like fish, then you need to supplement with that. And so that's really important. So BioCare make really good um, uh, essential fats. You've got Udo's Choice, which would make another good um, omega-3s. So there's a couple of options there. Um. HRT, it's come yeah. up here uh, on another one. What's Rachel's view on it? Uh, it's, it can be very beneficial and um, I am in support of it. And um, I think it's really important that you get qualified advice from a menopause educator or from your healthcare professional that is going to guide you with the right type of HRT for you, that is the right dosage, all of that. So definitely um, seek that out. But again, you're going to get a far greater benefit from HRT if your house is in order, if you're eating a really good, um, you know, nutritionally balanced diet that is good for your hormones as well. Um, HRT is very protective for um, um, your bones, so it can greatly reduce your risk factors for osteoporosis. It's also um, great for reducing your cardiovascular disease risk. So these are two key, um, you know, considerations, I think, when you're when you're thinking about HRT. My husband, Rachel, he doesn't understand. It's very difficult. Have you any advice on that front? <laughs> um, well, I think it is difficult for men to understand what a woman is going through, considering the amount of symptoms that we experience that all seem really unrelated. And a lot of them, in fact, are the psychological symptoms of menopause. Um, which affect us more than the physical symptoms. So um, I would encourage you just to try and engage in in some kind of conversation and explain to them what's going on. There's actually some good resources available out now. Um, if you just Google them online about, you know, ex- explaining to men, you know, what is going on and how they can better understand, how they can better support you. Um, just to remind listeners again, this can happen from an age There is not a specific age on this. Um, Well, look, the official um, age of menopause is 51, but actually the symptoms and perimenopause, which is pre-menopause, that starts usually in your early 40s. But it can also happen that you have um, younger women in their 30s um, already experiencing menopause. Now, that is obviously more unusual or more rare or less common, um, but it does happen. Does anyone sail through this? I probably mentioned this to you in the past. Yeah, lots of women do. Lots of women do. It's, um, you know, there's, I know we only hear about the downside of it. But in fact, you know, there's, there's, for me, there's a huge opportunity associated with menopause. It is an opportunity for us to kind of rediscover ourselves because, you know, for the last probably 15 or 20 years, we have given over all of our our time um, to rearing our children and, you know, maybe following our career or whatever it is. Um, And now it's a time that we can actually do things differently and rediscover ourselves. And um, it's it's a great growth opportunity, in fact, Mm. to do more of the things that you like and to, in fact, say no more. 
It's in the. It's is it in the DNA of you sail through it? Is, is would that be? Are they doing any research in that area? You know, to find um, why some it, it doesn't really. Uh, well, you see, it's also I think lifestyle related. So oh, right, I think okay. if you have you know been um, exercising and eating right and eating well and you know less stress and all of those things, that can obviously have a, a, a you know you can arrive into this life stage in much better condition than okay. if you were chronically stressed and not sleeping and, and eating a typical Western diet and you know all of these things yes so there is a a path and there is a way to prepare and you know to face this head on um look it's been great great to see you again the book is called the menopause kitchen and it's available in all the local bookstores exactly yes it's hodges and figgis and eason's and kenny's.ie and it's also available locally here in drada in waterstones so yeah terrific book rachel graham is the author she's been with us for the last while Thank you so much for dropping Thank by you, today. Thank you, Jerry. You're very welcome. Thank you. Dua Lipa, dance the night to the junior cert students. We'll be dancing the night away, I'm sure, tonight. What do you think, Louise? Will they be well, celebrating? They think they deserve it. Oh, they, they do. You had a young man who got his results. I'm a very proud mummy. Yeah, ah, he did really yeah. well. So really delighted for him. Well done, Cole. Great performance. Mm. Wonderful. And congratulations to all who got the results today. Yeah. And enjoy the evening. And it's and over now. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, that's move it. On. Done and dusted. And on you move. And, you know, we were just saying... Everyone moves on, mm-hmm. don't they, from junior cert nowadays? But I remember the day. Yeah. You remember a thing called the group cert, no? No. You don't remember that, no. or you wouldn't. Group cert used to be in second year. You, you know, you went into first year in uh, second level, then there was a group cert exam in second year, and then you had the intermediate, which is the junior now in yeah. your third year. Yeah. There was no transition year, and then you went on to leaving. Mm-hmm. The group cert was for, with this, with, with the, Biggest and greatest respect were for the classes that for did... For the talented people with their hands. Yes, the trades and things like that. And unfortunately, that was the shocking thing about school. If mm. if you had a, a, a strong really intellect divided. and wanted to do yeah. trades, you couldn't do them, which was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But people left after the uh, group cert, second year, and a lot of people... We lost guys, I remember, after the intercert. People went into work and into trades as well. Not the case today. No, Not the case. I, I'd say very few people leave after. Oh, few, now. I'd say. Yeah, very few I'd indeed. Say there still are a few, but mm. not as much as used no, to be. No, no, no. Definitely not as much as there used to be. Anyway, the old bingo jackpot, Louise. Listen to this. We're getting very generous in LMFM. Very, very generous. They're adding There's the tiles. <laughs> <laughs> they're adding a thousand to the radio bingo jackpot. It'll be 9,800 oh. for Halloween. It's nearly at the 10,000 for Halloween. Wouldn't it be a lovely surprise to mm. win the jackpot? Anyway, Lydia Luciano from Drogheda won 600 lately. So did Bridie Hapney from Ardy and Margaret McGuinness from Mornington. They picked up 400 each. And when you play LMFM Radio Bingo, you're helping the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. Get your books available right across the northeast if you want to be in for that near 10,000 thousand euro jackpot next week good luck to you all louise something really annoyed me last night watching television i was watching a uh, news night on bbc2 presented by victoria derbyshire now she's the new main presenter of it and the war louise i was mm-hmm. looking through my hands at the scenes to be honest with you yep. but i do want to say something that the massacre of israelis in southern lebanon was horrendous yeah absolutely i condemn it out of all I don't think anybody cannot totally condemn it. But what's happening in Gaza is wrong now. 
And I saw an Israeli commander from the army on Newsnight last night. He had a Scottish accent, by the way. He's high up in the Israeli army. And he said straight into De- uh, Victoria Derbyshire's eyes that there was no humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Oh, come on. It's just stop and water. Come it? on. Come on. I-, I mean to say. Lies. That's absolute lies completely. And, you know, my mother used to say two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. Never do. This has to stop. This has to stop on all sides. On all sides. It must stop. But it's happening in Gaza and the world is standing by. Biden, he came to Ireland. We enjoyed them last year. He's in Israel today, backing up Israel. He has to tell the Israelis that this must stop. Because if it doesn't, I'll tell you where this goes, nobody knows. Because the Arab world is not going to stand by and continue to tolerate what's mm-hmm. happening there. And we're in for something much bigger. Talk about Ukraine and Russia. It has to stop. For God's sake, please. Humanity, please. Some humanity. Man's inhumanity to man. It just must stop immediately. Please, please stop this war. And get across the table and start sorting this thing out once and for all. You were late lunch on LMFM Radio. Siobhan O'Neill White's on the way. She's the woman from mams.ie. She knows what's going on, what to do around the midterm break and Halloween. We're going to chat for the next while about Halloween and the midterm break, but I have a very proud mammy from <laughs> mams.ie with me today because Junior Cert Day yeah. was a big day in your house. Very big day. So my daughter, April. Hi, April. She's going to be mortified. No, she won't actually. Um, she has dyslexia and it's it's very... Uh, parents whose children have a learning disability will know it's really difficult when your child has to conquer something like that and then go and sit exams. So I have to say her school, Glornamara, were really supportive and they really helped her. And I could cry now because she passed her ah. junior search today and she got merits and high merits. And absolutely, I burst out crying in the school this morning. It's just the relief, the pride because she worked so hard. So all the kids who did their junior certs today, well done. And you know what? If it didn't go your way, this does not define you and pick yourself up and move on because she might not be the most academic but she is so creative and talented. And we were talking about this earlier. These are the people who are so creative and yes. go out and do incredible things in the mm. world. So I have no fears for her future, but I am very proud of her. Well very proud. said, well yep. said. Congratulations. And congratulations to one and all, as yes. Siobhan says there. Well, talking about schools, we're going to be breaking shortly and Halloween is on yeah. the horizon and you at mams.ie mm-hmm. and all your friends there know what's what. Look, it's a time of the year where the weather can be, you know, so-so. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's happening? It's a hit and a miss. Yes. Uh, this weekend, 21st of October, you might have seen that new farm shop, Elm Grove, on the old Dublin Road. I was up there yeah. yesterday and I have a little feature with Dara for the yes. show tomorrow. He has a pumpkin hunt coming yes. up Saturday, this isn't Saturday. it? Saturday. So, it's on at 9, 12 and 3. So, you have to book online because there can only be so many people, you know, for each yes. hunt. So, go online. It's Elm Grove Irish Flower Farm. And why? it's really clever what they've done. They have a Christmas tree field and they've hidden all the pumpkins in the Christmas tree field and then you go in with your child so it's 10 euro ahead and believe me that's good because I've been to ones where I've had to pay a lot more than that you go in and if you find a Christmas tree that you really like you can tag it and you can go back and get it at Christmas time so but this is there's going to be pumpkin carving there's a play area for the kids there's a coffee truck and they do they have spice pumpkin lattes and all that kind of stuff and then of course flowers and everything inside that's on this Saturday the 21st and you know what it's a really lovely local business it's incredible they started off selling bunches of daffodils at the side of the road and now it's a Christmas tree farm it's a pumpkin farm 
It's beautiful. And check out the chickens. You'll hear about it tomorrow on Late Lunch. He don't, has free range chickens. Don't talk to me about chickens. There's a rooster <laughs> after moving in across the road from us. Nobody knows where. It's cocked, crowing all day. I don't know what's going on. Five o'clock in the evening. There's a rooster crowing outside my house. What's happening? So Anyway, that's this Saturday. Lots, okay, That's this Saturday. So a lot of people, because we had such a rubbish summer, might want to have a little mini break. There's still some places that have availability. The Four Seasons in Carlingford is great. There's loads of activities in Carlingford. So hiking, walking, water sports, loads of activities up there. But the Four Seasons is about a two minute walk from the village. So you can walk in and out, which I like. And you might not know this, but straight across the road from the entrance to the hotel, you obviously have the beach. There's a little um, secret garden and it's where the fairies live and there's oh. little little it's a small cute it's cute little things like that that's free that you can just wander around so there's wildflowers and 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 there's bees it's just gorgeous so that's yes. I love Carlingford I'm always going on about Carlingford and the park there of course it's with gorgeous. all the stuff going on yes uh, Farnham Estate and Cavan I really like because it's in a beautiful woodlands and if you go for the walk you can, now there's big walks and small walks but you're gonna see squirrels running up the trees and you're gonna you know get out into the you're gonna catch you're gonna pick up conkers and pine cones and I like to get the kids out get the wellies on them and get out so what if they get mucky I don't care that's good let them out one of my favourite places uh, Druid's Glen in Wicklow it's just Wicklow is I just it's just so beautiful. It's I got a married beautiful in county, isn't it? There's a reason it's called the Garden of yeah. Ireland. And it it's on our doorstep stunning. here. It's an hour down the road, yeah. up the road, whichever way you want to say about it. Um, they have really good offers. That's a really nice hotel, but they've got great packages at the moment, mm. like from 250 euros. And they've so revamped that whole place yeah. and the golf and everything it's there beautiful. is new. Yeah, there's golf, there's yeah. all sorts, but um, I just, my kids really like it there. It's lovely. Emerald Park has lots of things on this Halloween. There's the tricky trail in the daytime for the smaller kids. And then there's the after dark at night for someone who likes to, you know, who's a little bit of a daredevil. <laughs> Not me. Um, Pillow Hotel in Ashburn does deals with Emerald Park. So, you know, have a look at those kind of packages because there's good value to be found when you do things like that. Mm. Um, Pharmaphobia. Oh, she's on again. Don't. I heard somebody I'm talking never going about, back. I'm never oh, going well, back. myself and Louise <laughs> did it. We might rerun it again, oh. actually, Halloween week on the show. It scared the beat, you know what, I, out of us. Were you there? I went last year <laughs> and Dave had the best night of his life because I was, he basically, I was all over him. And then when we went home, I was like, I'm not going to bed without you. I was wrapped all over him. So he's like, yeah, we'll go back. No problem. My kids, my teenagers, they love it because they like that jump scare kind of a thing you know like they're terrified they're screaming but they're laughing yes um, and it's you know you're there for a good good two hours I mean it's a good experience and it they put really a lot is. of work into it yeah there's one in Dublin at the moment in Dublin City Centre called the Nightmare Realm and this is supposed to be the scariest experience in Europe I think it was voted but I think you can tell them at the start if you're very scared and they won't over scare you but you're walking around and there's people jumping out and things like that so I think that's um that's, you know, that's going to be kind of a spook. And Dublin has a very dark and gothic history. So there's yeah. lots of nasty. Na I remember going on one of those uh, walking tour before and they locked us in the cells in Christchurch for the crack and left us there for 10 minutes. It was terrifying. <laughs> but again, if yes. you like that kind of scary stuff, it's good crack, especially if you've got older kids. If you want to take the kids outside and let them run wild, love the Irish National Stud. 
That's a great spot. Kildare. Yeah, gorgeous. The horses. There's a fairy trail there as well. It's lovely. Uh, indoors, National Concert Hall has loads of stuff going on and they have sometimes interactive events as well. That's a place that you might not think of, but it's lovely. You get the train in, you walk over. It's a nice location. And then, you know, you can go down to Stevens Green afterwards and not feed the ducks because we're not supposed to do that anymore or feed the ducks. Um, but it's lovely and it's lovely to go into Dublin City Centre, especially in the next couple of weeks. The lights are coming on and all that kind of stuff. It's lovely. I, you know what I love you said there because we, we've got to remember this here in the northeast. Mm. We have wonderful rail connections and bus yeah. services from the various towns into Dublin City Centre. I get the Centre. train. I don't drive yes. into town. Be- I, it's, You're right. It's too stressful. I get the train in and you know what? Happy days. I'm there. We went into the Lego store there a few weeks ago and we got the train in into the Lego store and it's all interactive. That's a great place to take your kids actually. You can do 3D things and they have all these like screens all over the place and you can make up little figurines of yourself it's really interactive you wouldn't you could even go in and not buy anything like do you know what I mean Um, you can make little keychains and stuff so things like that you know you can hop on the train and in you go there's loads of places that you can Mm. go that are free Um, obviously you do have to pay for a lot of things Um, other places oh yeah people were asking me before I come on about is there any camps on so there is a couple of places left there's not a huge amount on but there are basketball camps and football camps both on up in Gormanston Park beautiful location Uh, they've got great sports facilities in there the sports campus is brilliant so they do sibling discounts as well so they're not very expensive and I, I really like if you've got more than because I've got four kids if you've got more than one child and you're putting them in camps I think they should always give you a sibling discount mm. I really do mm. and I don't like when they don't so mm. Gormanston Park do so you can check that out on their Facebook page there's events on around the whole country so I put up today on our Facebook mams.ireland there is deer spotting in Kilkenny there is like there's literally events if you're going anywhere if you're going to visit family or friends there's events on everywhere there's the jazz festival in Cork I mean there's stuff going on everywhere uh, Derry Halloween is a massive big thing up there and Derry we're giving away tickets for that look on the Ireland Facebook page we've loads of things going on so have a look Um you know, whatever your budget is, you can work around. You know, there's mm. lots of free things to do. And there's lots do. of free things to do as well. Talk to me about the trick and treating and the Halloween uh, yeah. night itself. What about that? Yeah, I mean, because of COVID, obviously we had a bit of a. a yeah. It was all kind of stopped. And then last year, even, I felt it. it it was still a little bit, people were still a little bit hesitant. This year, my kids are, they have my heart broke changing their mind about what they're dressing up as two of them the two youngest every other day they're changing their mind um i've been making smurf costumes i have an angel i have a devil i mean it's crazy but i think the trick-or-treat is back on this year my 12 year old wants to know can she go by herself and she's putting the heart crossways in me because the thought of that and she wants to go to a different estate and go off with her friends and i'm like right you can go but i'll be following you from a safe distance (laughs) um so it's back on i Do you know what I don't like, though? And a lot of parents, I don't really understand why people do this. People make popcorn and stuff and then they put it into little bags. So they've handled it. I'm not going to let my child eat something in a bag that was handled by someone who I don't know. And I know it's from it's coming from a place of good intentions and it's coming from a place of kindness and it's kind of an old fashioned way of doing things. But 
I just something I just wouldn't be comfortable because I don't know whose house it's come from who's touched it did the dog wag its tail in it I don't know what's yes, going on I hear what you're saying so I would say you don't have to be making up big bags of sweets for the kids you know a few little lollipops or something into the like bag that. or whatever yeah, for them and you know inventiveness in terms of costume and dressing up that doesn't yeah. have to break the bank either you oh, can no, I do mean, so much yourself of course you can and I mean even like I'd, I would often just put myself all in black, put a pair of devil horns on my head because that just suits my personality according <laughs> to my children and uh, a bit of red lipstick and darken the eyebrows and there you go. You're a witch you're or you're a devil or whatever. Yeah. And um, you don't have to spend a load of money. But you know what? Charity shops are very good. Uh, Marks and Spencer always do a sale like about the day before or two days before Halloween. So you'll always get the costumes like half price at that time. So it's good to look out for things. You know, don't be afraid to look in the charity shops. Pennies actually have costumes this year. It's in Pennies the other day. They've got gorgeous wreaths for your house, garlands, autumnal. They're like 14 euro for a beautiful garland for your living room that you can use to kind of spruce the place up, give it an autumnal feel. But actually, it doesn't just have to be for Halloween. You can leave it up there mm. until you know what's coming next. That's a good tree. tip. But, you know, coming nearer the day, if, you're, if you hold your nerve, as Siobhan says yeah. there, you mentioned m and in particular and other places, yeah. they will want to shift everything. Oh, Dunn's you know as mean? well. I mean, yeah. any of the shops, yeah. Tesco, Dunn's, they all tip. have sales. Uh, I just, um, I would say, like, don't discount the charity shops. And if you are looking for something, and you can't find it. Like, there's loads of great pages. Like, obviously, we have the, the mams.ie page and the mams Ireland page. There's a great one, East Coast Chicas, and people are often swapping things. So, let's say you're looking for so, a particular costume and you can't get it. I'd go on there and say, has anybody got such and such a costume? And somebody will have it mm. and they'll give it to you. Yeah. I, I've given loads of stuff away on that page. So, there's a nice community feel. Like, don't be afraid to ask somebody because... A lot of the times, last year I went in and we we always keep our Halloween decorations and take them out every year. I had a load of costumes and they were all way too small. So we gave them all away. Sure, pass what am them I? along. And somebody now will get the use of them. Because yes. what's, why would you not? I mean, and I love that. It's yeah. the sustainable society as well. And other people yeah. are getting use of them. The yeah. other thing to mention, and I know you always do, there are so many wooded walks and oh, yeah. the beaches are beside us and... In this area here in the northeast, from mm. the tip of County Loud down to Mead Look, and inland as can well. I, can I start a debate? Can I start a ruckus? <laughs> so Ardgillen Castle, which I love, I'm from Balbriggan. Yes. Um, and Ardgillen Castle clearly is Balbriggan territory. And the people of Skerries, the good people of Skerries, are trying to get a sign saying welcome to Skerries at the foot of the Lady's Stairs to claim ownership <laughs> of Art Gillen. And they have a petition going around. And you know what makes it really funny is that first of all, the petition wasn't supposed to be shown to anybody from Balbriggan. <laughs> Second of all, my brother has a massively successful podcast. He got hold of it. It went on the podcast. It went viral. And they spelt Balbriggan wrong in the petition. <laughs> So I'm thinking, Scaries, you're not having Art Gillen. It's going to stay with Balbriggan. I'll be up there over the midterm with my Balbriggan hat on. And uh, yeah, it belongs to Balbriggan. No, she'll have, she'll have the makeup, the horns on and everything. You better watch I yourselves. Will. Anyway, I'll remember today for something you said. If you're struggling with your love life, go to Pharmaphobia. Well, can I just say it'll, one thing? It'll all be great again. Before we go, go one on. thing. I've had a lot of people contact me. You're going to kill me for this. A lot of people contacted me saying they can't get bookings for Santa visits this year. They're booked out. Can I just tell you that if you go on to, because I checked out loads of them yesterday, santaexperience.ie and if you look at the location for Kilnamana, it's out near Tala. Yeah. Really good parking, really easy to get and there's availability because a lot of people are panicking 
lot of places no booked panic. out. So SantaExperience.ie. You'll get there. You Till the next time, Siobhan O'Neill White, thank you so much. Pleasure. Peter's been on to say, you're right, Jerry, the killing must stop on both sides. But in my opinion, Britain is at fault here. They drew up the Balfour Agreement in 1917 to give the Jewish people a homeland, but they forcibly took the land off Palestine and formed Israel. It was the same situation, Jerry, in the six counties of Northern Ireland. Look at the mess they left there to this day, even though there's an uneasy peace. Yes, Israel and Northern Ireland, there's one common denominator there, but in the name of God, the killings have to stop. And uh, Jerry, I just remind you that there was a prophecy that World War Three would start in Lebanon with Israel heavily involved. That comes in today. Thanks, Peter, for that message. Um, and more besides there for Rachel. More questions. She'll uh, be back with us, I'm sure, at some stage in the future. And uh, we can ask her those for sure. Rachel's book, The Menopause Kitchen, available widely in local bookshops. Uh, and you can pick it up in all the bookstores. The winners of the books today on Late Lunch. I wish I had more to give to you. Barbara Flynn, Grania Murray, Mary Carson and Linda Leonard. There's a copy each of Rachel's book for each of you. And thanks to everybody who was in touch. And there were so many, I have to say. Let's do this now on Late Lunch. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... Yes, the number three from this very week in 1995. But when I tell you, actually, that this song was released in the early 70s, written by Nicky Chin and Mike Chapman, it was a big hit back then. But today we're talking about 95, of course, and it is smoky. And the song, uh, well, you'd call it a novelty, wouldn't you, at this stage, when they re-recorded it with Roy Chubby Brown, with a very naughty word in the song but I wouldn't do that to you today no it's all good clean fun on late lunch yes sir three from 95 this week of our lord back then is Smokey and Alice Sally called when she got the word she said I suppose you've heard Alice. Well, I rushed to the window and I looked outside, but I could hardly believe my eyes. A big limousine rolled up into Alice's drive. Oh, I don't know why she's leaving or where she's gonna go. I guess she's got her reasons, but I just don't wanna know. Cause for 24 years I've been living there. Smokey living next door to Alice on your late lunch this Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, don't you be laughing in there at me. I barely got the headphones on, so it didn't happen. Nearly missed it. Did you, did you ever sing that song with the expletive in it, Louise? Or No, you wouldn't do that. That wouldn't be your scene at all, would it? No. No. Not. Uh, anyway, that, that in 95 went back into the charts and that was the highest place yeah. it went because of that little word that and who the, you know what is Alice. Mm. 
and uh, it's still everybody thing, thought it was great crack. Oh, they thought. I bet you if you put it on at at a function today, mm. they'd sing it and they'd put that word in. Am I right or am I wrong? I'd say you're right. They are just mm-hmm. like the club milk and the purple snack. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> after after that, Louise, well, I'll never forgive her for that. Put the two same things on the plate and Fox and me all together. Anyway. Somebody else said there, w- would you tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke? Yes. I certainly Oh, would. absolutely. No, oh, I would, wouldn't no, you? Yeah. That's yeah. an easy one. Very much, yeah. You couldn't miss don't out like on Pepsi. that one at all. Uh, I don't mind it. Do Pe- not? Pepsi no. Max is all right. You no. know, it's, that's not bad, to be honest with you. Anyway. And we, Club Orange, opposed to Fanta. Ah, uh, night and day. Club Orange all the way. All the way. Yeah. Night and day. Club Orange all the way. Up the Irish. Yes, Club Orange. <laughs> That's our one for sure. Two young men from County Mead have combined their talents to come up with a new Mead jersey. Tell me more. Well, we're going to tell you more now on Late Lunch because I'm going to ch- chat in a moment to James Comiskey. But first, Patrick Gochran is back on Late Lunch and he's on the line. Patrick, afternoon. Uh, how are you? I'm really good. Tell us the story of this Jersey project. Where did it begin? What's the thought behind it? So the project began in business class and school when other lads were thinking of businesses uh, and we kind of had to do some sort of business project. So um, we decided to come up with a jersey that everybody can wear, no matter what, what club or county you're from, whether you're a boy or girl. Whatever you are, anyone can wear it. So anyone in the country, outside of Mead, because it is a Mead jersey, can wear this, no bother? Well, it's not really a Mead jersey. It's for everyone in Ireland. Anyone can wear it. Okay, so what colour is the jersey? So the colour of the jersey is kind of like a turquoise green. Right, so it has connotations of green, which is a mead colour, the green and gold, of course. Is it all that or is there any other colours in it? So there's a bit of a luminous yellow on it um, and there's some white on the logo in the sleeves. Um, the luminous yellow is on the stripes on the sleeves, so it is in the top uh, Okay, but the body is sort of green, the main part of it. When you look at this, it'll be green. Um, does it say anything on the jersey? It says um, our tagline, which is GAA is Ireland's medicine, because we think that GAA is a medicine as when you go out and play Gaelic football, uh, you just feel so good about yourself and it provides lifelong friends and all that sort of stuff for you. I love that. GAA is Ireland's medicine. Good on you. So even though it was hatched and born in me, it does apply to everybody. I really like this. So you're not coming up you're not going up against the official GAA jersey or anything like that in Mead. Uh, no, it's just for everyone. Uh, we just want to say thanks to Masita for helping us make it as well. So you're both in St Patrick's, that wonderful school there. Are you in transition? Uh, no, we're in first year, actually. Oh, God, you're only in the door. So this is a, by God, you are budding entrepreneurs, first years, and you're coming up with this type of stuff. Let me have a word with your uh, co-creator there, James Comiskey. Hello, James. Hello, how are you? I'm really good. Um, what part did you play in this? Is it a coming together of brains, both of you? Well, yeah, no, I I was the one who uh, thought of making the jersey, 
uh, just it came into my head like I was just sitting in school and uh, Patrick did come up with the tagline so that's pretty much it Ah, you see it's great brains coming together for the jersey and the tagline is superb I, I have to say so what 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 are you uh, doing this for what's the idea behind it what do you want to do with this jersey uh, well we just want like everyone to wear we want to be a jersey like everyone can wear and like you know I suppose um just like I, I, I used to always love jerseys and like just to have my own like me and Patrick have our own like it's, it's unreal like it's just class so you've come up with this. It is yours, made by you two guys. So what's happening now? Is it in production? Has it been made? Can we can we buy it? Where can we buy it? Uh, well, it's being made at this minute, and you you are able to order the jersey uh, on the WhatsApp and the number provided on TikTok under JP underscore Gaelic, and you're able to pre-order them in store in Jack Kiernan's Navin. Oh, listen, there's a, there's a spot that shifts an awful lot of stuff when it comes to sportswear and GAA. So give us that online as well. JP underscore Gaelic, is that it? Yes, that's completely right. And that's online. If you go online on TikTok, Instagram, JP underscore Gaelic, you'll get all the info there. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So is this to make money for the school, for yourselves, or is there anything else involved, James? Well, actually, 15% of our profit is going to two charities, uh, Temple Street and Jigsaw. Good on you. So how many of these are you going to make, do you reckon? Uh, we're going to make as many as possible for all everybody that's ordered the jersey. Yeah, good, good, good. Let me go back to Patrick for a second. Which of the charities, Patrick, have you opted for? I have op- opted for Jigsaw. as I think it's a brilliant, brilliant charity. So the basic idea of Jigsaw is that it helps people struggling with mental health from 12 years old to 25 years old, and it provides well-being services for everyone. Good charity, it really is. So you're giving uh, part of the profits from the sale of the jersey, you're splitting it between those two charities. How much will the jersey sell for? So the jersey in kid sizes, which is from 3 to 4 up to 13, that will be 35 Yep. And all adult sizes will be 38. And you're hoping to sell these all around Ireland and that you're going to create a movement that says GAA is Ireland's medicine. Indeed we are. Oh, you're top men, I have to say. So this is in the business aspect of your first year studies, is it, Patrick? Yes. So uh, we just want to say thank you so much to our business teacher, Mr. McMahon, because... He has helped us so much with this as well, and he uh, is a great teacher. He has taught us tons and tons of stuff as well, so thank you to him. Fair dues, and uh, well done to both of you. I like the idea of this. It's a jersey for all. It says something very important, and you're supporting two guys with a business idea, and in turn, they're helping charities Temple Street uh, Children's Hospital and Jigsaw. I wish you well with a JP underscore Gaelic. That's the uh, the uh, information you need, folks, to go in online and find out more about it. JP underscore Gaelic. Good luck to you with it. I love it. GAA is Ireland's medicine. Thank you for joining me, James and Patrick. Thank you. Thank you so Thanks much, Jerry. Not at all. Take care of yourselves. Bye. And <laughs> the two great young fellas. Nice idea. Nice idea. Born in Meath for the country. Let's uh, watch what happens with this one. I wish them well. Uh, Eddie Caffrey's on his way here on LMFM Radio. 
Joel Corey and Ella Henderson saying goodbye today on the show. See you tomorrow, 1.30. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.